0: Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff. It's a Sunday night, November twenty fourth. Thanksgiving week, actually.
1: It is. It's my it's my favorite time of year, Dave. When I drive in, and it's not even so much about Thanksgiving and getting together with family. <clears throat> it's uh, your neighbors across the street. I love these guys. I've never met them. They constantly outdo each other with the lights, yes, which is great. Every holiday. Yeah, that it's not even that part. My favorite part of the season right now. Are the people that are gonna absolutely lose their shit? Cause I can't say Merry Christmas anymore. <laughs> Cause of you, Dave, and your fucking Jew friends <laughs> ruined Edward. Right? Do you know these assholes? Like, what are they so mad at? Listen, Dave, we don't give a shit about your goddamn holiday, but you, listen to me, you're gonna fucking say Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but you know those assholes. They're going to be on the news. They're going to be everywhere. It's like, dude, say whatever you want. That's a thing. You hit it right on the head. Who's telling
0: you you can't say right? Christmas? Why
1: are you so Who? mad? That's
0: the most made up bullshit thing. Right. And I think a guy might be in the White House because he right. ran on that shit.
1: Right. It's so funny. I just, I was laughing today because, um, what the hell? Uh, Kixie has already flipped. Oh yeah. That's flipped.
0: This, this is their big, uh, basically six, seven
1: weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I heard, I heard either they are on a commercial. I was all up and down the dial today. Hey, happy holidays from all. And I thought, <laughs> oh, this shit. And I'm like, God damn, man! If that's all that you have going on in your life, I think it's. I think, just my personal opinion. Yeah. For as and I notice it a lot more now as a parent. I would love my sons that have. Jewish friends they're not Jewish to learn about Hanukkah and learn what it means and learn what that tradition is and I'm not saying they have to I don't I don't have to give them a fucking dreidel but I can (laughs) I can still appreciate what your heritage is right and be like oh man that's really cool and what are you doing to celebrate it and god there are just some people that just (laughs) it's so mad I was thinking about that driving in Dave you better say you better say it
0: how much uh, how much football did you watch today
1: I didn't see um, – it was weird, right? I mean, I watched the Raider game today, and I'll tell you what my takeaway yeah. from the Raider game. Uh, Costa and I are going in a couple of weeks to the final game. You cannot tell me, you cannot convince me that Colin Kaepernick is not a better quarterback than Mike Glennon. And whatever the argument is – that the NFL is pitching as to why Colin Kaepernick is out of the league was proven today watching Mike Glennon. Not that Derek Carr was that fucking yeah. great. Colin Kaepernick may have been better than him today. Mike Glennon on that first series looked like you just pulled a guy out of a lucky supermarket and put him under center. He had no clue. And I just, uh, man, that was... Were you surprised that he benched Carr? At that point... I mean they I mean they're I think it was pretty much thirty four to three at that point and, yeah. and they had just been kinda hit with a left right left combo right there. The game got out of hand pretty quick.
0: The uh, reason I say that is the Chargers always keep their guy in. Aaron Rodgers well, has gotten his ass kicked the last two games and he stays in. Yeah. And I not saying that carr's terrible and he lost his job. It just what a lot of people think is Gruden has never been A car guy from the beginning, this is what he has to work with.
1: You and I love that team. I feel like the hype around that team the last couple of weeks has been a little overdone. But it's
0: good for the NFL. Good talk for the NFL. Sure. The Raiders are one of those teams.
1: No, but uh, yes, correct. But uh, I thought the Raiders this year were an improved team. I wasn't quite ready to go. Like I'd heard from others that were putting them in the same conversation with the Chiefs in that oh, division. Oh, that's ridiculous. No,
0: I, I'm with right. you. I, I said to a guy today before the I game.
1: Sorry, Dave. I didn't think they were as bad as we saw today. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. Fuck, nobody's as bad as Jesus we saw today. Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry. So, so you know, it, it's. I said to a buddy today. I want to see them make the playoffs because I want to see improvement in the franchise. I know sure. this is not a Super Bowl winning team. No. But I'd like to see them make the playoffs and say, okay, guess what? Our plan works. I think a lot of people freaked out. I was one of them when Khalil Mack was gone. You trade a yep. future Hall of Famer, we all felt, and he'd get up rid of Amari Cooper. And you're like, who do you think you are, Gruden? Yeah. You, you aren't very good you're at nuts. this anymore. The game passed you by. For them to make the postseason would be crazy.
1: They um – um. There's kind of parallels between them and the Padres for me, two teams I watch a lot as far as the growth goes. Yeah. And I I think they're definitely better. I like that they're younger. I'm fascinated to know what the future is for Carr because I'm not sure that he's Gruden's guy. But it was frustrating today. But to answer your question, that game, I've been gone for a week. Yeah. And I had both of my boys together today. And great night tonight is Minnesota just kicked the dog shit out of Chula Vista. <laughs> Congratulations to Brock Lesnar. Golden Gopher great. <laughs> ragdolled Rey Mysterio. Like the little twerp he is. Rey Mysterio's son interferes in the match. Main oh, evented at no. Survi- survivor series. He got his ass kicked too. <laughs> and uh is that his son's new thing? I'm going to run in and get my ass kicked? Yeah, he got his ass kicked tonight, too. Oh, boy. And <laughs> my sons were all excited <laughs> to watch Survivor Series. Yeah, I kind of was in and out of it. But goddamn, Dave, that Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Lester's just throwing this guy around and his kid around. <laughs> That's, that, I got to see it.
0: Now it, I got to see the kid go flying.
1: And uh, I shouldn't say kid. Again. When I
0: say kid, he's not eight years old.
1: No. He's, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's like 22. young man, too. Yes. But... uh. How those guys, like, the average Joe, you land like either one of those two guys did. You're in traction for a month. Yes. It was so goddamn funny. That Rey Mysterio is incredible. But he got his ass kicked again tonight. My apologies to Chula Vista. Congratulations. <laughs> As a great year for Golden Gopher Sports continues, Brock Lesnar retains the title. <laughs>
0: The reason I asked how much how much football did you watch is because I I find it fascinating, but at the same time I understand. I'm waiting for mm-hmm. it to to bite you. When you say to me, th- "This is what Jeff has done every week." I ask him how much football you watch, and either you catch a little bit of something or nothing. Yeah, but you know the scores, you know yeah. what happened, and so I'm saying I've done this before, where I go, "Hey, I had so much more time left in my day. Yeah. Like this is why would I throw a, a whole day away?" For guys that don't even know who I am, that kind of deal. You know, for right. a score. I can find out what the score is later on, not miss out. Yeah. And then there was one game that was an insane game. and You and know what I mean? One of those where you wanted to watch it to finish, and I felt like everybody knew what happened before I did because of social media. On, on Twitter, you start getting scores and details and stuff. Okay. And then I was like, fuck, I, I'm back in front of the TV. Like, for me, I didn't do Which this game? today. Which game were you no, talking no, about? No, not just today's oh, game. Oh, I see. You're just a, saying a game, in general. Yeah. Okay, so... I, nothing for me on on Sundays, and I can't say it on Saturdays too. Same thing. I like to start the day and just watch football till the sun goes back down. You know. Yep. And I, and then you stay there and you, you you do it. I think that might be as as I, I love the game. I love the NFL. Is uh, maybe one my favorite thing to do is just to sit there on a Sunday and just watch that thing go. If I could put, if I had a house by the house by the beach, I'd be in great shape. I'd have both everything combined.
1: I got lucky yesterday because the one college game I was really interested to watch was how the Gophers did after getting beat by Iowa, and not that Northwestern was the biggest challenge. But it was
0: on national TV.
1: National TV, and they looked good. Yeah. And now they get college game day there, which is incredibly exciting next week against Wisconsin. And look, even if they lose against Wisconsin, when's the last time
0: you guys beat Wisconsin, do you know?
1: It. I don't. It well, might last year. Really, I think they beat them last year. That, God, that'd be awesome. Okay. I think they closed out the year last year, Dave, with like four wins or three wins, and I'm I'm almost convinced they beat them last year.
0: See, I like Minnesota's coach. I'm, you know, Fleck. Yeah, he can wear I, on you, you. Though you man. haven't been a fan since the beginning. Well,
1: because I think he's gonna that that program got heartbroken. When Lou Holtz came and showed up and made a lot of similar promises to what PJ Fleck said, and then bailed after two years and went to Notre Dame and they never recovered. Look, Fleck, as much of a bullshit artist as he is, goddamn man. I mean they're they're sitting there at ten and one. Yep. And even if they lose they're at home next week against Wisconsin, the place is gonna be going crazy. I mean, they win next week. They're eleven and freaking one. Yeah. If they lose They're ten and two. It's unbelievable. He has done an amazing job. Came into a program that he took that had won out here at the Holiday Bowl. I mean, the Gophers weren't desolate, but the shelves were pretty empty with uh, recruits. And he has really, really done an amazing job. No full full credit to him.
0: The other thing, as far as uh, college football move on, is is the part about Oregon losing. Yeah. This, okay. So everybody, everybody, I think on the West Coast, for the most part, their football fans want to see the Pac-12 come back.
1: Right. Some and especially with Herm. Yes. I mean, that
0: story for Herm. But you look at them, and they lose to, you know, meaning Arizona State to Oregon State the week before. Yeah. you mean, like, how the hell does that happen? And then you guys beat Oregon. My point is, it, the Pac-12, to me, college sports are, are best when the Pac-12 is great. Uh-huh. The SEC, the Big Ten, you got them all. made all, Basically, the conferences are represented very, very well. The Pac-10 hasn't been good for years. I mean, mm-hmm. we're talking like five years that hasn't yeah. been good. So it, when, you, when you sit there and you, you look at college football and, and as far as direction goes, you go back to your Minnesota ties because that's the winner that you can re- associate with. You're a USC guy, but yep. it makes sense. You're a Minnesota guy. For me, same thing. I, I go back to focus what's happening in Alabama where San Diego State...
1: They're not even had, on TV last night.
0: They're, they're on most, Facebook. Everything's on Facebook with them. They're hardly
1: ever on TV this year.
0: Their schedule is so goddamn bad. And you end up losing a, a game you definitely needed
1: to win. I, I have to say this... The uh, I was going to cut out of town this weekend with my boys for a couple of days. And then I remembered I have tickets for the BYU game. <laughs> and, and San Diego State called me the other day. And it was very funny. It was right after we had done the podcast where you talked about laying into the Padres. And I just shuffled the guy off the phone. And I said, look, take my number off your list. Yeah. Because... I mean, the program is awful, and I feel bad for Costa has to talk to Jeff Horton. That fucking offense is just atrocious. Bernie Wilson, with the line of the day, said, uh, hey, what happened at the end of the Aztec game? I was on LinkedIn congratulating everybody on work <laughs> anniversaries, and I missed it. That was an amazing line. Um but, but I have to say this, oh, and I you know right. there's a lot of you in here, and there's the Aztec Mafia, and, and I couldn't give less of a shit what any of you think. I like Rocky Long a lot. I support that program. That's the most horseshit fan experience. They make no fucking effort to make it enjoyable for you. They couldn't be less interested in it. And I'll go to the BYU game, and I'll, I won't i will buy another fucking season ticket. Yeah, It's shit. And any of you that don't see it that way, I could not give less of a fuck what you think. Look around. Because you're blind as a fucking bat and you've allowed it to happen. If any of you stood up, you fucking sheep, and complained, then maybe it would be better. This is no reflection on Rocky. Yep. This is no reflection on Aztec football. But Jesus Christ, you're on Facebook. Your games are on What are you, Southwest College? (laughs) That's a failure by J.D. Wicker, hundred percent failure. You're right. You're the AD. You got to figure out a way to get that game on Fox Five or somewhere else, or Channel Eight or Channel Eight Two, whatever. And, uh, but again, I, I I have no problem giving up my trip to go out because I want my sons to understand Aztec BYU. I want them to, uh, while it won't be... Won't be the same. Not not yet. Yeah. But a couple years from now, if they get that new stadium built, it could, it could get there. And my sons would be about 16 at that time, which is pretty cool.
0: It just feels like nothing ever gets done the way we hope it's going to well, get done. It,
1: I'm it, optimistic on this one, though, Dave.
0: Yeah, no, I, I understand. I'm, I, but my point is the program, meaning Aztecs. Right? You know, the, yeah. Everything combined. Let's say they go ahead and they build the stadium. Just for San Diego State, does that change recruiting dramatically? Everyone claims it would, uh, and then I the don't excuse the is when, to people, that. when people don't go to the games because you, you still haven't recruited and you have your brand new arena. They're going to go, oh, it's not exactly on campus arena. That's not what well, what we wanted. And yeah, this is built just for college football, the same size that San Diego State feels comfortable doing. But you, you can't lose games to Hawaii and to go out and lose to Nevada, to Nevada, and and this, this shitty conference. The conference is fucking sucks. The yeah. conference is terrible. They should be in a different conference. They should have tried harder to get into the Big 12 when you had all those teams that would have been great to be here on a regular basis with Texas and Oklahoma and Kansas and basketball. The Baylor, you got so many teams you could have been a part of when they said they were looking for two fucking teams.
1: Remember the conference they, was looking for two teams? You didn't hear jack shit about San Diego State going to the Big 12. I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they get this thing done that they can circle back. That they can circle back. And who's and-
0: going to recruit? How long? Who's, who's getting that job when Rocky leaves?
1: Oh, I, I think they're going. Nobody in house. Uh, I mean, they're gonna. They're gonna really. Go. You ever hear of Brian Dutcher? Yeah, no, they're not. They're not doing that. But, <laughs> but to your point of the new arena or a new stadium, new stadium. will it impact? I mean, look, it, it's a combination of a couple of things. Steve Fisher coming in was huge with his credibility, absolutely. But being able to pitch Viejas Arena was pretty nice versus the San Diego Sports Arena, also known as the IP One Center. <laughs> but but yeah I mean and the whole the jam center what all that stuff that they have on campus has worked pretty well but I'm I'm not ready to throw in the towel Let's just see what happens when they get that thing built. Look, I, I think it could, I think it could dramatically improve things on a lot of different levels if they get this thing built.
0: Right now, San Diego State is my my, my favorite team in town. If you asked me to pick between the Padres and Aztecs, I, I'm an Aztec alum. That's the only big college team to root even with for. the
1: excitement of the Padre offseason?
0: <laughs> so we'll get to all those moves in a second. <laughs> what do you think I saved the majority of the show for? is here's the the deal. When you look at San Diego State schedules, you talk about your season tickets. Basketball's yeah. even worse.
1: Oh, atrocious.
0: Basketball schedule's a joke. And again, it goes back to your athletic director and your coaches. You got to yeah. do a better job. I mean, this you're a major college in a major city. It doesn't make any sense that you're going to continue to play these cupcakes and go, look who we won. Look who yeah. we beat. Our record 25-0. Yeah,
1: I can. I did. I did look into basketball season tickets because while i'm not a diehard basketball fan my kids are yeah and i just couldn't justify it i just couldn't with the schedule because i know them well enough that when you look at some of the teams that were coming here they just would have been bored yeah they just even though they're there for the aztecs and the red and black and all of that but That being said, while I didn't go for season tickets, um, we will do at least three games this year, and and maybe more. So at least we're going to get out, we're going to buy tickets, we're going to introduce them to the program, and we'll do at least three, like we did football, and then we'll go from there. And next year for football, what I'm going to do is we're going to find one or two games, and I'm just going to wait to day of. And I'll just StubHub it for about seven ninety five a ticket. I'll probably be on the field holding up the big sons. <laughs> but <clears throat> we will continue. I just want to be clear on one yes. thing. My sons and I have already said we are going to continue our commitment to Aztec football. But it's stupid for me to pay thirty five bucks a ticket, which I paid for that horseshit fan experience. <clears throat> it's not worth it. I will still go out. They will still go out. We will still go out and support Aztec football. We just won't do it as a season ticket holder because there's no reason to do it. If you do it as a Padres season ticket holder, the Gulls, shit, Elston and the Soccers, there's excitement there. Yeah. We got uh, We got three coupons for free fish tacos at Rubio's. Maybe four. That's what came as a season ticket holder for really? this year. Is that yeah. what you got? Yeah, and a lot of invitations uh, to sign up for the Aztec Club and give them 1500 bucks. <laughs> but you got four tacos. Yeah, you cheap bastard. God damn. You think Ralph Rubio got that $90 million house <laughs> in Rancho Santa Fe by giving shit away? Um, so no, we will go out and support... Brian Dutcher in the basketball program will go out and support Rocky in the football program. We just won't do it as season ticket holders.
0: Here's what's going to happen the Aztecs are going to run through their schedule. No problem at all. And then Joe Lenardi is going to come out with his brackets. And they're going to yeah. be like a fucking four seed. Yeah. Because everyone's going to say, strength the schedule. You don't play anybody. Yeah. And Aztec fans will lose their shit. And guess what? For my opinion, man, you want to get those guys at least one or two games. To see what it's like playing teams in the NCAA tournament. If that's who you plan on beating one day, you yeah. are going to be overwhelmed.
1: I, uh, I'm looking forward to going out there. It's been a long time since I've been out there. My sons have never been there for a game. Really, never? Never been. And so we're going to go and just hang out and, and check out the whole deal. I know it's not quite what it was a few years ago, but when you're 12... Like, you go out, you get a hot dog, you get a Coke, the band's playing, right? The show's jumping up and down. You're seeing some guys. Uh, It'll be fun, man. And and that's the great thing for me, taking them. We don't have to have expectations that the football program's Alabama or the basketball program's Duke. But I'm also the guy footing the fucking bill. So my expectations will be a little higher than theirs, but... We're all excited. Ultimately, Dave, at the end for Saturday night, we're excited for BYU to go back out and see it again. And then uh, even though the the surrounding fan experience, in case you didn't hear me say it the last 27 <laughs> times, is fucking shit. It sucks. <laughs> it's like the worst I've ever seen in my life. It's embarrassingly bad. Um, That's so damn funny. But we'll see what basketball is all about. And we'll go check that out, too
0: uh as as you mentioned some of the things going on in this town i just looked over and i was thinking helix high school because that that's close to where you are is helix goes ahead they win the national not the national they won the high school championship against uh, carlsbad yesterday yeah okay or two days ago so when this podcast plays everything else so anyway they're champs number one team in the city again helix Mm -hmm. does a fantastic job coach leaves new coach comes in they keep winning they lose their best player as far as when you look at high school sports Mm -hmm. When your kids in, the, in that experience, your experience, like. do you, you, you like it all? You like everything that goes with it? Yes. So, Helix goes ahead and win. I like everything that goes with high school sports obviously as well. Why aren't the games at Qualcomm Stadium anymore? Whatever the hell. SDCCU yeah. Stadium. The what I was here is is the city say the lights are it's too expensive to run the lights.
1: Well, they had them on Friday so, night.
0: I mean, the field was there. I don't know there. what
1: was going on there. So,
0: nothing. And you know what I mean? The games are all at Southwestern College now. Every time there's a yeah. championship high school game in San yeah. Diego, it's at a JC. Look, this stadium, Southwestern College, is great, but everybody plays on a field like that with the turf and everything else. To get them back into an NFL stadium, right? To me, would be cool as hell. I don't understand why the city doesn't do it anymore.
1: Um, I want to say the city should give back that the Chargers helped with that bill. But then I also feel like Dino complained about them playing on that field. I understand
0: so, before a game, but there's no games outside of San Diego State, BYU. No, but I'm
1: saying, I'm saying I think I feel like the team. Is the BYU game this Saturday? Yeah, it's Saturday oh,
0: night. Well, there's your answer right there. All, yeah. the, all the games are on Friday the day before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They haven't done it at Southwestern College. I
1: mean, wait—they're uh, playing this Friday coming up.
0: This Friday coming up. Okay. Well, Helix yeah. won already. Helix played theirs. Yeah. Everyone else is playing theirs.
1: Okay, got it. Um, I feel like Dean paid for some of it. I feel like the the Charger. I'm, I'm not I wouldn't be
0: surprised. I mean, everything I'm from not, the Spanos game and the the stuff given to high yeah, schools every I, week.
1: I feel like it. I could be wrong on that. I'm not. I'm not going to say that with much conviction. But I feel like they did. But then I do remember that the team later on because there had been a handful of games played on a Friday before a Sunday game that the field was really beat to shit yeah so um yeah David's just man we're the city's cutting corners everywhere I mean they're cutting corners everywhere yeah I, w- I would like it for the kids but the other thing is I I wasn't there I I was at. Qualcomm a couple of different times for those high school championship games, and while I get your point, my guess would be at least with Southwest, it feels like you're playing in a jam stadium. Yeah, I understand that, but you're getting loud that, But all high band.
0: school stadiums are like that for good teams. No, I don't I gotcha. know. I just it, said the city could it could give back. Was my feeling on it?
1: But if you get twenty five thousand in there,
0: I don't even know if you'd get that many. I mean, it's, well, then that's
1: yeah, that's still leaving you fifty thousand empty seats. And all of a sudden, you feel like you're goddamn playing. No, but I'm just saying, from the kid's experience, it's not really quite the NFL experience that it would have been 15 years ago.
0: That's funny. When my kid did it, it was cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? It was cool just as a parent to be in there watching, going, this is the same field where so-and-so played this Hall of Famer, that Hall of Famer. Rolf Bernerska played. Absolutely. Ralph Bernerska. (laughs) What? played this? Unbelievable. Um, Uh, Baseball free agency, you brought it up. You disappointed by the way things are going?
1: uh, It's been slow. I'm impatient. But it's not like a whole lot of other teams are making a lot of moves. You know the one move that got ignored because I was gone? We had Brett Boone in here. Yeah. And we talked about manager of the year. And you two guys said it was going to be a slam dunk. And Aaron Boone was getting it. And I said, I think Rocco Baldelli gets it. Rocco
0: did get it. He did get it. Who got it in the National League?
1: Um, The manager of the Cardinals. Okay. Um, I thought Aaron did an amazing job. When you look at the injuries, the point that Brett made when he was here was great. But, yeah, Baldelli gets it. So, uh, one of the few things I get right on this show I have to... Pointed out I, when I dude, it.
0: I have no problem with you saying it. I thought of you immediately when it actually happened. You can't argue with what the Twins did. I didn't argue with what Brett said about his brother. No, Aaron but, had
1: an amazing year.
0: But at, at the same time, postseason awards is a great conversation because as we get into – Baseball. As I get older, I don't care about postseason awards. When I was a kid, and I had a favorite player,
1: I was happy to see Mike Trout get MVP. I,
0: well, I, I was. I was happy to see Mike Trout, and and obviously, if you're gone to see the Dodgers here, you can say well, I saw the MVP in person. If you had a mm-hmm. chance to see Bellinger, it like the Dodgers are always here. But it, as far as rookie of the years and MVPs yeah. and. Uh, Cy Young's everything that goes into it Gold Glove Yeah all that pays off in the next contract for guys. I mean you almost yeah. as a fan you really might not want that guy to win MVP They're going to get you too Is when, when you sit there and you go through the individual awards I know people are upset about Tatis and Gold Gloves And who didn't get one for the Padres And it was going through social media like crazy As as, a, as I get older and I don't have that favorite player like I had to follow everything you know Tony Gwynn and Steve Garvey did growing up, mm-hmm. I just want to see the teams. And when you're 36 games out of first last year, I don't care about your awards. I don't care about anything else. What are you doing to fix the problem? I know it's not even Thanksgiving, but yeah. you're seeing guys go off the board that you're going, Wait, well, we needed a catcher. The top two just went off the board.
1: Yeah, winter meetings are two weeks from now in San Diego, and I hope I did see... I mean, The Athletic. I subscribe to The Athletic. Yeah, Dennis Lynn hasn't written shit in two weeks. Has not written shit in any time frame at all. Nothing's going on. And I don't get the UT. I stopped getting the UT, so I can tell you one thing, what the hell they're doing, if AC's writing or not. But you're not seeing a lot. No. But I did see one of those guys write that they are going to address the potential of a long-term deal with Tatis Jr., And, Dave, that guy, to me, is this team. He's what this city has waited for on so many different levels. I mean, on so many different levels that, yeah, if they get that deal done, that would be insane. That would be insane more than any other thing they do. Lock him up and make sure he's here for whether they give him eight years or ten years. I don't care. I just... Man, the guy loves the game. He's so fun. By far, I think for anybody going out, he's going to be your favorite player on that team. And yeah, that would that would be a huge move. So no, at this point, yeah, we were kind of hoping things would happen. But it's a little slow all around baseball. I think after Thanksgiving, things should start to get interesting. So I'm not a
0: good, uh, I, I wouldn't be a good poker player. You know, I, I think people would know we're jumpy. Every team says we're going to be active in the offseason because that's what yeah. fans want to hear. Yeah. We're going to be active in the offseason. If you go out and say we will not be active, right? when people We are, are not going to do anything, <laughs> folks. <laughs> tickets. No. Yeah, we're we're going to raise your prices yes.
1: and you're going to pay them. And then uh, we're going to be excited, and we're going to tell you all about opening day. And we got Jason Mraz coming out. Going to be great. I'm excited about that. We're going to have a flyover. Well, no, we were going to have a flyover, but we couldn't afford it. But we'll have bloopers. (laughs) But we'll
0: have bloopers. Yeah, that's it. So for, for the Padres, you're thinking things will start moving for them come winter meetings.
1: Yeah, I think the month of December. December and January. I I really, when I look at it, go crazy. I want to go down there. You want to go down to the winter meetings one night and just fuck around?
0: Yeah, I would. I'd I'd go with you. We'll we'll run into people that we know.
1: That'd be fun. Yeah. I have a, uh, because I'm a fucking big shot, I have a digital voice recorder in my trunk of my car. We can record (laughs) interviews down there. Now, we'd have to figure out with Kyle Fluger how the hell to get him (laughs) uploaded to the show. Or we could just all get together at at the IHOP. (laughs) Or we could just sit there and play them on the table. But, yeah, I want to go down there. Winter meetings are great. I love, I believe credit goes to Pete Seidler. That he really pushed and got San Diego into the rotation. I think they're here like every four years or five years, moving forward for quite a while.
0: All those people love coming here. I mean, but they hadn't been here in no, forever. No. But but you hear people during the All Star Game when we were there in twenty sixteen. Yeah, it should be here every year. That's what people kept saying. It needs to be here every and year, and it
1: looks so great. They do it at the Hyatt, and man, the the skyline looks great. Yep. We don't we don't have any of those <laughs> events anymore. It's crazy. But Sunday night football going away, Monday night football going away. Having the baseball winter meetings here is big. Um, We're looking up, and, man, it is being written everywhere. I get the L.A. Times. Yeah. The L.A. Times has written a couple of different things this week, confirming something that we've chatted about, not that we're the only ones that have done it, but, man, it is almost feeling like fact that you're watching the end of Phillip Rivers' run in L.A. with the Chargers. And, man, they unloaded on him today in the paper stating the fact that the organization, because he still commutes back and forth from San Diego, yeah, they're a little sick of him. They're a little sick of him. And feeling that he's never really been committed to L.A. Oh, no, he hasn't. No, which is fine. Yeah, I'm not going to insult him for that. He was a San Diego guy. He liked having that team here. But now, this is the crazy thing. Anthony Lynn didn't shut the door on the fact that the consecutive streak games of 230 or whatever he's at. It's about 215. I thought they had him at 230. I'm pretty sure I saw 230. you You might be right. Go ahead. That they said that if things keep going the way they're going... Yep. that they may not give a shit about that streak, and that Tyrod Taylor may get a start before the end of the year.
0: I would say straight out, it's a big mistake. But then, <laughs> that's the Chargers. It's a big mistake. Yeah, I mean, he's he's still Derwin James is their best player, but he's not playing. Right. Philip Rivers is the face of the franchise, has been for such a long since LT well, left. He was a face the here though, Dave, Is he the yeah.
1: face in LA?
0: No, but I'm saying if you go nationally to whatever, you go to Minnesota, Chicago, and you go, who's the first player you think about on the Chargers? They're going to say Rivers. He's been there 15 years. They, yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody doesn't mean he's the best player. They just know who he is. So to, to end this streak is ridiculous, especially if you don't have a chance of making the postseason. So what you do is you sit there and, and say, hey, you got the first half. Or you, you go ahead, Philip. you got it. Don't tell him you're taking him out. Yeah. But, hey, this was planned along. Otherwise, he's going to embarrass you the way Eli Manning did. Remember when his streak came to an end? Yeah. Fuck you guys. I'm not right. playing, so I can sit and wave my hat and keep the street going. You want to bench me? Go ahead and bench me. Yeah, it lasted one game. He was back in there. <laughs> yeah. for a year and a half, man. And so, okay, so I'm watching the Titans game today, and they talked about Philip Rivers going to Tennessee, just like we were talking Tennessee Carolina. And then he, they they made a comment. Well, Ryan Tannehill's fucking thrown for four TDs today, yeah. and they're liking what he's doing. Could you imagine picking Ryan Tannehill over Philip Rivers a year ago? Would you uh, say that?
1: I <laughs> Go get them if you're uh, Gruden. Put them in the silver and black.
0: Gruden fucking loves them.
1: Put them in the silver and black. If you get rid of car and change it up, how would that feel? That's called taking it right in the face. (laughs) Imagine Rivers in Sin City. (laughs) He'd love it. Donnie and Marie every night. (laughs) He would be a Donnie and Marie. All the shrimp cocktail you can eat. Be great. Is Rip Taylor still there? (laughs) Rip Taylor. (laughs) They're still there. It is sad to see he doesn't have anything on the arm. He just doesn't have anything on the arm right now. I think he's done. I I don't think there's a huge marketplace for him coming back next year, Dave. The article that's been written a lot, god dang, I was gone for a week, so I was reading 19 different papers. Yeah. Um, But one of the things that was written, the scout said he's got no arm anymore. He can't throw the deep ball. No. So I don't, I don't know. That's why dude. I think they
0: can't score in the red zone. He doesn't have that arm to just gun it in when you need to gun it in. They yeah. did, they cannot get in the goddamn
1: red zone. Feel bad for him, man. Feel bad for him.
0: I did. Too, I tell you what, he's the most religious guy I think I've ever been around that doesn't ever swear even. Yeah. Like I know religious people who swear. Yeah, a lot he, of them. He doesn't swear. Like there's no. there a thinking about the other day. Did Philip Rivers say shit? Like it was just no. So of course not. He didn't say. He Didn't slip out. Cause yeah. it was Forty. <laughs> so, he, unfortunately, he 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 doesn't have it anymore. And so, if you're the Chargers, you're going into that new stadium next year. You can't go in with nope. Tyrod Taylor being your guy.
1: No, but it's not going to be Rivers either. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. That's what was made that. clear.
0: So, would they go for, let's say, Cam Newton?
1: That's what I saw, was the oh, one really? guy.
0: Okay, you don't want Jameis Winston. No. You don't want Mariota. No, I mean no. Okay, again, none of those guys sell tickets except a guy like Cam. Yeah, or if they draft somebody that you go fuck yeah, that's the guy we wanted.
1: Well, they said the other thing that's been out. I mean, everybody's talked about it is the idea of Brady coming there. Yep, how about that shit? But
0: how? But is Brady Rivers? Brady doesn't look that great either anymore. No,
1: how? What do you get out of Brady? A year? Two years?
0: Suitcase full of wins. That's time of the sort. It said
1: that's it. And then I don't know what you're going for, man. Where you go from there? Uh, I'm mind blanking. Uh, The kid. uh, from UCLA that went to Arizona and then got bounced to the Dolphins.
0: Oh, Josh Rosen. Yeah, there's your guy. No. Josh Bring Rose, him. What? The guy. Bring him
1: home. <laughs> Josh Rosenberg? Yes, no. Um, but man, then you watch Breeze, watch part of yes. Breeze today. That was a pretty wild game. And you go, uh, look, where would this franchise have been had they not panicked? Had they not given up on Drew Brees, yeah. and that's with all respect to Philip. That's, no, that's no, that's no shot at him. No, no, hundred percent. You're right. But but that draft we've talked about it in the past. Man, you had Larry Fitzgerald sitting right there. They would have fucked up and drafted Robert Gallery. <laughs> <laughs> but but well, let's give them credit, right? Like maybe they would have figured something out. And uh, and and you were you were sent large. And the thing is too. You're sitting at one. Maybe you're still able to trade back to four with the Giants. Make that pick if you don't need a quarterback. Yeah. And now you had Breeze and Fitzgerald.
0: Gates and LaTomlinson. Four Hall yeah. of Famers on offense.
1: God damn, you're playing in the brand new Chicken of the Sea Stadium <laughs> right at the 15 and 78 Interpass in Escondido. It's gorgeous. We all love the land up there, and we all act like Escondido's not Escondildo. Like, it, it, it's amazing. But goddamn, uh, our friend, AJ, and and was John here for that? Was John gone by then?
0: I think John was John. the no, guy. Was long ago, buddy, boy. I, think, I think John was the guy. John made that decision. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's all you have to say. <laughs> Damn it, John. We used to have arguments in this town. Who's better, Rivers or Breeze? And then Charger fans would always say Rivers. And now as here they are in their careers, it's not even close. Well, uh, yeah true hall of famer breeze yeah breeze is a hall of famer
1: breeze is a hall of famer and that goes along the point and i love my man you and i used to sit and do college football <coughs> with brady papinga yep and adam shine which i don't know where you feel on adam shine shows up on nfl network and all these different shows said, ah, oh, Rivers is a Hall of Famer, and anybody who says different never saw him play. Well, I watch him play a lot, Adam. He's not a Hall of Famer. And the guy who absolutely stood up and said, Shine's crazy, he's not a Hall of Famer because he's not at the level of a Favre. He's not a Drew Brees. Shit, there's questions whether Eli will get in. Well, Eli's got two fucking rings yeah. and beat the best coach-quarterback combo of our generation. Yep. Twice. Two times. Only times. And the guy who stood up, Brady Papingas, said absolutely not.
0: Actually, you know what? I'm going to take that back real quick. It's Eagles 1. So 2 and then to Philadelphia, the only ones, right, that Brady has? Is he 6-3 in Super Bowls?
1: Oh, shit. Wait. No. Did he lose to the – are you sure? No. Eagles beat –
0: Beat the Patriots.
1: Are you sure on that?
0: Yeah. The last AFC team to go to the Super Bowl was the Broncos, the Super Bowl you and I were at, right? Am I right on that? It's been Patriots ever since?
1: God damn, is that who – I feel like the Eagles beat them. You got to look that up. Is that right? Well, shit. All right, but even still, for – you, God damn, you would have won a lot of money in a bar bet right there. That's funny as shit. Is that – Yeah. Remember Nick Foles? Yeah. God dang. I would have – who would I have gone with? I don't know who I would have told you they beat. Isn't that funny? Yeah, it was, the game was
0: in Minnesota. Remember yeah. we were hoping you were hoping it was going to be the first time ever that the Vikings yep. uh, the team hosting had a team in the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and they were close. Not yeah. That's right. God dang, that's crazy. But
0: 41-33.
1: Um but Papinga says no go on yeah, a Hall of Fame. I agree
0: with Papinga. Again, I'm a huge Rivers fan. It just, he's uh, not
1: Favre, though. No, dude, he's, he's not, not Favre. He's not Breeze. He doesn't he's have that, one, he doesn't have that one marquee memory. If you ask
0: right. most football fans, what do you think of when you think of Philip Rivers? Shoot.
1: A lot of kids.
0: <laughs> Poor Philip. If you notice, remember when Philip, the second game of the year, took that picture in front with all the nuns in Detroit? Do you ever see that picture? No. Before the game, he's right there and has his arms out and he has all these nuns on each side. Okay. And then I'm watching him against the Chiefs the other day and he's crossing himself like, you know, like uh. he's a batter. And then I'm like, dude, I've watched you all year. I don't think he's with yeah, you anymore. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Tapped out on you. I think, I
1: think he tapped out. He me. got out. <laughs> man, that that whole thing. Such a good dude. A guy who just loves this city, man. Loves this city. That city, the city loved him. But yeah, He's L.A.'s problem now. It's not our problem anymore. We don't have to protect him. He had Dean's here, and Dean told him, hit the door, flat foot. Once
0: once he's out the door, Mm -hmm. Dean tells him, hit the door, flat foot. Is that it? The connection for most parts for Charger fans said, I was holding on while Rivers was there. Does that cut
1: more ties? I mean, if you want to try to claim Bosa, he was here for, what, six games? Yeah. When he played. Melvin Gordon was shit.
0: There are guys. I mean, there's Melvin Ingram and shit. There's, there are guys. Okay.
1: But I'm saying it's, it's
0: it, right? You sit there and go, it doesn't feel like everything's San Diego.
1: No. And, and there was, there was an article in the LA times a couple of weeks ago. And you know what? I'm really, really surprised Dean hasn't done this. But as I have said over and over and over, arrogant and ignorant is no way to go through life. And, What Dean should really, really, and he can't do it now because you have to give the league a certain period of time, but what Dean really should do is cut ties with, quote-unquote, the Chargers. He should cut ties with it. The way that Art Modell cut ties. Cut ties with the Browns.
0: It was a blessing, as that was. It was a blessing in disguise when the Browns said we want to keep our name and our colors for Baltimore. It would have been weird for them to be the Browns, right? And the Baltimore fans who used to be diehard Colts fans, it felt like you're getting an expansion team, right? And they
1: should do that with. They should have done a lot, that. I mean, one. like the Utah Jazz, right? There's. Oh, well, just, I just got out of Salt Lake City, Dave. I can't tell you how, how, how jazz much parts? Jazz I heard. <laughs> <laughs> um, he ran into Brandford Marsalis. Yeah, yeah, any yes. team that moves, you should. Leave the name behind the Lakers, right? There's no reason. Yeah. I mean, oh, again,
0: that, the Lakers are a ridiculous name, and no. then at the same time, the people in LA that say, "Well, the first year was in Los Angeles, so they can be the Chargers." Why hold no. on to the name? It's not the Yankees. Right. No, it's not the Cowboys. It's the fucking. It's a team that never won a Super Bowl.
1: Calgary Flames. Well, yeah, yeah everybody talks about the Great Fire. They came from Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I remember. Yeah. So all of that, but if I was Dean. I would start making, and and really, I don't know, if I'm the league, I really do push this idea uh, that Arash Markazi put in the paper a couple of weeks ago, and it really was a very well-written column that they should go and say, you know what, San Diego, we're returning everything to you. Everything is going to you, the colors, the name, the records, the whole thing, and we're going to start fresh. And we're going to be the L.A. whatever we're going to be and do colors away from. Right. I mean, be green and gold, be whatever the fuck you want to be, but be anything other than the colors associated with that team and just right. Start fresh. And then all of a sudden, maybe L.A. gives you a chance, but. You're done with San Diego. Nobody calls you the San Diego Chargers. Nobody's going to call you the San Diego Express, or no. whatever the fuck you are. But they really should. And I don't know how much closure that would give those those of you that are diehards. Um, but he should have done that when he left. Should, should have, have done, done it when he left.
0: And the NFL has messed this thing up so many times. I mean, we yeah. we, we we talked about this how the team but that he should have still been in do it. Like, it. Yeah, I mean, really, it should have been the Chargers in Vegas, Raiders and Rams in L.A., and yeah. the, and the Raider and the NFL wouldn't be embarrassed.
1: I don't think Cronky wanted the Raiders. No, of in course that not, because stadium.
0: the Raiders are the number one team. When you went right. and did that focus group, it came oh, back. Yeah. Everybody was Raiders.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, even right
0: now, they say they have more. Their most season tickets are coming from in Las Vegas. Who, by the way, they're up like four hundred percent. Is uh, are coming from L.A. People yeah. are doing exactly what we talked about: flying in for a weekend, flying right back out.
1: Yeah. Going in, doing the whole thing. But, yeah, it's just uh, it's a really weird thing. So
0: they give the name and colors back to San Diego. What does that mean for San Diego? Is that clo- just closure for them? I mean, it's not like you put it in a vault.
1: Uh, do you have a
0: Chargers Hall of Fame? I mean, what do you do with that shit? Uh,
1: well, and the other thing is, am I really that interested, if I'm the owner of the team, in coming and inheriting that tradition? If I ever was to bring a team here, I may be like, hey, that tradition's shit. (laughs) (laughs) Your tradition's shit. You lost the holy roller. Dan Pastorini stuck it right in your fucking tailpipe in 79. Why do I have to inherit that? No way. I'm not taking the debt. I'm starting clean. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. I just think I think for those people that really had that feel like they had invested blood sweat and tears yeah for those guys I'm the wrong guy to ask but maybe for them it gives them closure and I would support that
0: got it got it all right hey I want to mention some of the people that helped this show go We'll start off with a good friend Brian Curry again Brian Curry is selling real estate all over San Diego County certain neighborhoods you might have questions about and say hey Brian what's this what's this neighborhood like what are the schools like? What about as far as the value of my home? Will it continue to go up? Brian Curry's a guy. He knows everything you need to know about real estate. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588.
1: It's really amazing. I I guess it shouldn't be. But maybe sometimes we take for granted how many incredibly cool neighborhoods there are in San Diego. Not all of them affordable. But there are some incredible areas. And today just kind of driving around the Claremont Mission Bay area. We're kind of running around. And you look at some neighborhoods that are already starting to come to life with the holidays, and you go, man, this would be really, really great. And our good friend uh, uh, Bubba, Bubba, who hosted this podcast in its early days, sadly has moved out of my kid's neighborhood. He was an insanely great neighbor, just an insanely great guy. But he is moving to an area uh, out of respect to Bubba and his family. I won't go, not that anybody's going to look up Bubba in the Yellow Pages. But (laughs) I was so excited when I found out where he was going because he's moving into one of the neighborhoods that is known around San Diego for being a place where you want to go see Christmas lights. And he will be a guy that will fit in beautifully in that neighborhood. And I was like, man. That's the guy. Because, you know, Dave, they have one down here in Chula Vista. El Cajon yeah. has one. I know of one in Claremont in North County. My kids seem to find them all. And there's always that one dipshit, right, <laughs> where every house is lit and then there's one completely in the shadows, yeah. like Boo Ridley. Like, who's this asshole? <laughs> um, but the point that I was going to make is, like, for Bob, when they found that house... I bet I haven't chatted with him about it, but I bet he goes, oh, I I love this neighborhood, fits in, and I fit in perfectly. That's the kind of thing that Brian Curry is going to help you find. He's going to find the right neighborhood for your family, but he's also going to find one where the neighbors are going to love you as much as you love them. And I find that incredibly important. When he left, even though I don't live in that condo anymore, man, I was sad to see him go because he is just a guy that, uh, he just made our property values go up. He's just a good dude. He's a good neighbor. When shit broke, he fixed it for us. And, uh, well, I'm incredibly excited for him and sad, but again, the point circling it back to BC is that cool little things for your family. Brian's going to know the history of the neighborhoods where you're going. And I think that kind of stuff when buying a home is really, really cool.
0: Absolutely. Jeff mentioned some of the people putting Christmas lights up. You know not makes an awesome Christmas gift. What's that? Taylor-made pool. Oh, yeah. How about that? You tell the family, guess what? You got one gift this year, and you're sharing it. Know what it is? It's a brand-new pool in the backyard. Alan wow. Taylor and Taylor-made pool going to come there and fix your backyard for you, make it exactly the way you want it with the 3D design technology. You can make your backyard into a staycation. Again, to Alan Taylor, Taylor-made pools, 619-449-4452, 619-449-4452.
1: I love it, Dave. And you know he's Canadian and one of the things that Alan and I talk a lot about is getting out of just the basic rectangle pool design. And I said, you know what I think would be really great, Alan? He said, "Fired it at me. And I said, I think if we did pools throughout San Diego uh, that are beneficial to the people that live in this beautiful community while paying tribute to your homeland, uh, I think we all win. And he said, well, tell me more. And starting in 2020, you're going to start seeing, if you're flying in like I did, you're going to start seeing all around San Diego, pools in the silhouette of Canadian great Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> Shania Twain. We had talked about uh, former Canadian playmate Dorothy Stratton, but yes. her life, that was a tragic deal. Star 80, very creepy Eric movie. Roberts, right? Yeah. And there's not while beautiful girl in her silhouette would look great, I think that would bring a level of sadness. So we'll all remember her fondly, but we're going to do the pools in the silhouette of Shania Twain because there's nothing. Anybody <laughs> who says anything bad about Shania Twain has deep-rooted problems that medicine can't fix. Dale Lindsay, hell of a coach, hell of a guy. Let's
0: <laughs> uh, make a long look like at
1: He keeps him winning. Um, but, yeah, having that tailor-made pool... I was uh, shoot, uh, talking with friends who are back on the East Coast today yeah, and sending pictures just being out at Mission Bay, and that was fun enough. But can you imagine if I, you're able to do that poolside from your brand new tailor-made pool? Hey, how's it going back there? We're a little cold. May have to put another log on the fire, regretting wearing shorts. Do it today. Call Alan. Tell him Dave and Jeff sent you.
0: (laughs) Also, Dan Williams is your guy to handle all the financial needs. Look, a lot of things this summer are now way behind you. You're moving towards the holidays, one of the most expensive times of the year. And guess what happens after the holidays is, hey, you're in the brand new year. You're in 2020. Where are you financially? What's going to happen to your credit? Everything else after the holidays and you're out doing your Christmas shopping, the guy that can help you with your finances, help you move forward as far as maybe buying that next home, retirement money, your plan, your plan for investing, it's our good friend Dan Williams. Make sure you call Dan, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813, and ask Dan, Dan, can I get you a Gatorade?
1: Oh, yeah. Racing?
0: (laughs) It's crazy. It's an Ironman. Man,
1: Man, Dave, I tell you, as much as we joke around with BC or or Al Taylor, I, I really am such a fan of what Dan does. And all kidding aside, I legitimately had a conversation with a friend today who lives in a small little town in Texas and ran into medical issues earlier this year. It cost her her job and now because she lives in a small town, has a limited skill set as far as what she can do, uh, she's facing the possibility of losing her home. Wow. And we started the show talking about, man, it's Thanksgiving, and recently she had been through a lot, the passing of her mother, the passing of her brother, so family, she just feels like she's away from family. And now financially, it's just it gets away from you. And it's such an incredibly sad conversation to have because while she's married, she doesn't have kids. She, and you just feel incredibly alone and it just, it breaks your heart and you try to think of different things you can do to help your friends. But I'm sorry, none of us are able to send thousands of dollars that the family needs to get out and that's why if you're going through it here in San Diego, why it's so great to have Dan available, because we can tell you about the books, uh, borrow smart, repay smart, which is so good. And then also how to buy a house with no money down, San Diego Lending.us slash Dave Jeff, but she doesn't live here. She's in a little town and it's just, it's too much. But for those of you, and, and it may not be you, but it may be somebody, you know, that, man, right now it's about bringing family together and celebrating what we do have. All of us along this show have been through a lot of loss, but we're lucky that we still have a lot of things to celebrate. And if you have that person in your life that just kind of feels like they're up against it, man, give them Dan's number, 858 688 He will pull them through it. He'll do his best to pull them through it. I can't make promises on his behalf. But goddamn, if he can't, nobody can. And, uh, and get them back on their feet. Hopefully they can celebrate the holidays the way they're meant to be celebrated.
0: Also, don't forget about the website. You're in a business right now that's kind of struggling and you're trying to figure out what's going wrong with it. Check out your website. Could be the first cause of what's happening. Kyle Fluger did two great websites for us that were exactly what we wanted, org and com. Here's Kyle's number, 619 619- 500 500
1: Man, I love it, too, because you're starting to see on social media so many people that have taken our advice and used Kyle, uh, whether it's uh, um, the guys that are launching the market in La Jolla are doing it, and new restaurants are, are using Kyle. And, man, you go and click on their websites – They all look fantastic. Don't forget, coming in 2020, babeswithfacetattoos.com is going to be a great one. babesonprobation.com is going to be outstanding. And uh, uh, I can't remember what the third one was, but a lot of exciting websites covered. Uh, Congratulations to anybody smart enough to do it. And I would say this too. Talk to Kyle about a personal website. Maybe you're not in business Dave, we have so many friends, Disappointing Joseph, Tad Ryan, I love it. Flugs himself can play guitar like a maniac, I love it. One of my closest friends is an insanely cool photographer that is so shy about their work that it feels like I see it and maybe five other people see it, and that's it. If you have that friend in your life where you go, hey, you know what, why don't you put a website up and we can send a link to family. It doesn't mean it has to be commercial but it could just be personal, where you can share your art, you can share your music, uh, and it's not just buried on your phone. Boy, I can't think of a better guy than Kyle Pfluger to get that project launched for you.
0: Absolutely. All right, so uh, next show. When is our next we show going? We will be
1: back tomorrow night. Aren't you going to the Coliseum tomorrow? Oh,
0: shoot, I can't go tomorrow night. Yeah, tomorrow night going at the Coliseum. No,
1: I was talking about yeah. doing a show tomorrow. Um, tomorrow night, you're I going to Monday forgot. Night Football. Absolutely,
0: Monday Night Football tomorrow night. And How excited to see are you? Dude, I'm really excited. Really, really, really excited about this. I mean, my entire life, when I first started watching football, I was watching a Rams game. It was a night game at the Coliseum with my dad. He's the one kind of yeah. explained to me, and I'm trying to figure out where the quarterback is because I knew that meant offense and everything right. else. But for me, it's my first game ever in the Coliseum to see the Rams. I've seen, obviously, the Raiders, but to see the Rams in the Coliseum is, is kind of cool knowing you this and is the last year. Yeah, Josh and I are going. It was a birthday present that he got me. That's but great. But uh, yeah, we seats are decent and should be sold out, should be pretty cool.
1: What do you what do you most tell me give me the day. Give me the day because I'm looking at this more it's really fun, man. Like the the thing that I always say to my sons is it's about creating memories. Yeah. Like like the the memories of the day. So what time do you guys get out of San Diego? What time are you gonna leave? We're leaving
0: early. We're going ten in the morning.
1: All right, nice. Where are you heading first? Going
0: we're going to West LA. Okay. You know, going nice. to West LA probably get something to eat, and then uh, because I hear parking is hard around the Coliseum, right. so a buddy of mine is broadcasting the game tomorrow night. Going to park at his house, drive in. Broadcasting it, it for who? For uh, for with Sirius, and so he's he's oh. part of Sirius Radio, so he's, he's doing pre post game all that stuff. Anyway, in game stuff. Anyway, so um, driving to West LA. I'm going to ride with him right into the media lot, which is right nice. next to the fucking Coliseum, yeah. and then wait for him to get done working, and then we'll shoot back to his place, get my car, and, and head home. But oh. uh, basically, the parking will be for free, and it'll be much closer.
1: Here would be my advice. What time do you think you get to the Coliseum?
0: 2.30. Uh,
1: oh, I'll give you two things to do, because the game's not till 5, yep. right? And he's
0: going in? He's going in. Josh and I have nothing to do.
1: Oh, I'll give you two things that I think you'll dig. And for anybody that goes up to the Coliseum, take A,
0: pictures next to that airplane that nobody cares
1: about—the <laughs> United Plane yes. or the Pan Am. Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. But I think two things you guys would like: walk around the L.A. Uh, the Bank of California Stadium, which is LAFC. Yeah. Neither one of us claimed N- to yeah. be an MLS guy. It is an incredibly cool stadium, and especially when you realize it's right where the old shitty uh, LA Sports Arena, LA Sports Arena was. Dave, I would tell you go into the Science Center. You get in for less than 10 bucks, and you can go see the Endeavor. Go see the Space Shuttle Endeavor.
0: Really? Yeah, okay. and go
1: walk around it. it. It's one of those things right now where both you guys are probably like, ah, I don't know. When you go see it and check out how amazing that thing is, dude, you're in and out in less than an hour. Okay. Yeah, you'll have plenty of time. But I, I bet for both of you guys, you're in and out for under 20 bucks. I would say for anybody that goes up there, uh it's great and then just you can walk around you could shit you can probably walk you've been in galen center
0: yeah USC. i've yes, been hope. in there yeah. okay
1: but yeah that would be my two things for you check out i mean the where the lafc play yep is right there where you're gonna park but then go check out uh go check out the endeavor man it's a it's a thing you're a guy who likes us history yeah, i do and, and digs all that stuff. And when you go and look at it, you can walk all around. You can't go in, but you can walk all around underneath it. The whole thing, dude, it's pretty incredible. Like that's that's a part of U.S. history. The Reagan Library, I want to go to. And shit, with the brush fires a couple months ago, that whole thing almost went up. But you can walk Air Force One that Reagan yeah. had, and a couple other presidents. And it's pretty incredible that you can walk that plane. That's cool. And go through there and, and U.S. history. So that, but I mean, that's way up north. But to go by the endeavor that we have in Southern California, I tell you to do it. You're right there. You dig it.
0: You know, that's uh, when I just was talking to a buddy today about U.S. history because he's going to Dallas for mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, and he's going only for the Buffalo Bills because he's a huge Bills fan. All right, it's been a three Bills games this year. This will be his third. Okay. The other ones are ones that they lost. Okay. Whoa. So his family's saying, you're bad luck. Stop going to the fucking Bills games. Okay? He's telling him. I have a buddy of mine who has another close friend, likes the guy. The guy lives in the neighborhood, sees him all the time. They went to high school together. And as he's gotten older, he says to me, I realize this guy's bad luck. <laughs> because whenever I'm around this guy, something bad happens all the oh, time. Oh, shit. He goes, you know, he messes up a, a thing with a girl, messes up yeah. a thing with a job, messes up when they play pickup, you know, sports games. They lose every fucking time, he says. Shit. And he goes, it's gotten to the point, as good of a friend as the guy's been, he's yeah. sitting there and he's pushed him to a side for the last three weeks. The phone rings, won't answer it. Oh, know? no. Because the guy but he, the guy said at the same time, I've had a great three weeks. So what, what, <laughs> have you ever been around someone where you thought it's such a thing as bad luck, Jimmy? Yes.
1: Really? <laughs> I feel like you and I know who it is. I feel like you and I know who it is. You know who it is, don't you? And I can't think of who it is. <laughs> who is it? We said this fucker's just bad
0: luck. Yeah, yeah he slept rock. I'm trying to think of the name. I It was, um, oh, God dang it. And so m- my point is, though, you might like someone and they did nothing wrong in anything. But you right. just know your life is shit when you're with that person.
1: Uh, that's pretty bad. That's
0: pretty bad. Yeah. You know, things uh, just go bad.
1: Yeah. It. It's it's along those lines. And we are into that time of year. I was with my kids tonight and we were talking about holidays and everything. And I just said, uh, I said, look, man, Christmas is, was always fine. I never hated Christmas. Christmas was always fine. Yeah. And I've been really, really fortunate in life to have really good people in my life as far as friends and family, the whole thing. But I, what I was saying to them is, Man, Christmas changed completely when you become a parent.
0: Uh, it's a bit much better better
1: right. Yeah. it's the best and it's everything. my sons are now at the age. they're twelve. We we're out the other night we had to go out we I picked them up and then we had to run out to Santee and we ended up at the Santee town center because we had to grab something and they had the the tree was going up and all of a sudden now like in the blink of an eye, they have become. They're no longer the little kids that are getting the picture with Santa. Yeah. They're the kids that are like, oh, man, isn't that cool? Look at the little boy or the little girl, how excited they are getting the picture and jumping up and down and all that different things that you see. But I just, Dave, for me, God dang. I (laughs) Life's too short, man. Life's too short. If you have somebody who's wrecking it, no matter how nice they are, I get them the fuck out. Yeah, I get them out. Yeah. I can't I just cannot I can't put up with bullshit anymore. I'm sorry, I just can't. And I had a friend of mine uh who listens to this show say to me the other day, God, I can't take so and so anymore. They make me insane. And I go, I, I couldn't tell you, I haven't dealt with them in months. <laughs> and he goes, God, it's gotta be for the better. And you go, Yeah, it is. It's it's for the better. You just and, and it's no reflection on that person. I'm I'm not saying that we're uh it was Jojo, Tarantino. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, Jojo and I were <laughs> Jojo and I were having the conversation about a particular group that yeah. we have stepped away from. And it's no reflection on that group. Yep. It's just he and I kind of walked away. And you go, Yeah, I'm just not really you don't really chat there, do the thing anymore. And uh yeah, no, re- no reflection yeah. on them. You just go, shit. Yeah, it's better. We're good.
0: You know, it's it's funny. We we brought up Christmas a few times today. Is former Minnesota Viking kicker Fred Cox? Died. Fred Cox. And so Fred is the guy who I had no idea until the day he died was the one that invented the Nerf football.
1: How about that? And he I, was a big part
0: of it. It was yeah. Well, and he he said I watched the whole thing on him saying. That when he signed his contract with you know uh, Hasbro whatever Hasbro yeah whatever whatever it is or um, Mattel I think it's I don't think it's Mattel um it's, I don't think it's Hasbro either I'll tell you in a second All um right. so th- they said they never put an end date on the fucking contract so he got paid for the rest of his life for that like most toys you get paid no to say, kidding toy makers get paid for like five years and then it's out and they said these checks keep coming in like you wouldn't
1: believe Nerf balls. As a parent, as a kid, they used to bug the shit out of me because they broke down too fast. Yeah. We had an Itza ball, I-T-Z-A. You remember that? Yep. And the Itza ball was rubber. And where the Nerf ball was foam, the Itza ball was rubber, and it fits your hand perfectly. And I don't care if you were seven years old, you could throw about a 60-yard spiral with an Itza ball. <laughs> Nerf balls you could throw about a 19 yard yeah, spiral because they'd get wet true. and then they'd get bogged or down. Or the dog would eat it. Yeah, it would chip away.
0: <laughs> but if, but with it's a ball break something in the house. The Nerf ball usually wouldn't break things. Depending on uh, you gunned Nerf it. Ball, out.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Did you have the Nerf
1: uh, basketball hoop too? Uh, I'm sure we did. I had Super Toe. What else did yeah. you have as a kid? We'll do that. Listen, we'll come down on. I think we'll be here when uh, Tuesday night. Whatever Maybe you Tuesday want. night. Yeah, we'll probably be here Tuesday night because we could talk about Monday night football, how Dave enjoyed that in LA, and then the uh, coolest uh, games, sports games, and everything else that we had as kids. We'll go through cool. the whole rundown. But uh, let me just say this: yeah. with all respect to him that passed away, Fred Cox was shit. I mean, uh, I thought it was the all-time leading score. Well, <laughs> I, how did that happen? <laughs> I have no idea. A straightaway kicker, single bar. Like, he was no Mark Mosley.
0: He said he, uh, well, what the fuck? What was his nickname again? Fred Cox's nickname, do you remember? Uh, I know this is before your time. Yeah, I don't know. Because he said he tried out for, he lost his toe to Ernie the, he lost his job to Ernie the Toe, and then he became Fred the Foot. That's what he was named. Fred the Foot? Fred the Foot.
1: Oh, that is the biggest bullshit I've ever heard. (laughs) I think he lost his job to Rick Danmeyer. Who came in and threw the entire Viking nation for a loop? Because I don't think Rick Danmeyer was a straightaway kicker.
0: Is that right? Yeah.
1: All right. Time to wrap this up. Shoogie just unleashed one. I'm going to die right here. Uh, Everybody, Dave, have a great time tomorrow. We'll be here uh, Tuesday night. Looking ahead, even though it's Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving stories, family stories, there's always one. Always something. And then we'll uh, get you set for the right toy to get for your sons and daughter. Well, I can't tell you shit. I don't have a <laughs> daughter. But whatever to get your uh, your kids for Christmas. This chick follows me on social media. Did that I she? tell you that? I yeah. think he did tell me that. A couple of times. Nothing wrong with that. Um, all right. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday.
0: <laughs> see ya. See <laughs> ya.